0: Now keep in mind that I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my (laughs) shit. Welcome back to Hardly Minding My Business. I am your host, Dashing D. Happy holidays, y'all. We are officially in it. We are in the holiday season. Thanksgiving has happened. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and stuffed your faces and got to spend time with the people you love. Um mine was quiet for the most part. I mean we cooked. Um it was just my immediate family, but we we cooked. Um I made the mac and cheese, which you know in a lot of homes is like the, <laughs> the dish, the side dish, right? Um so I made my my mac and cheese. It's usually a crowd pleaser. Uh, I made some veggies. It was like a I did like a it was interesting because I almost did like an Asian type of medley sort of thing. It was like broccoli and snap peas and these little ears of corn and carrots and I did like a garlic ginger situation which was actually really delicious and I need to make that again because it was so good. Um, and my broccoli was perfect, which, okay, I always wanna try to blanch my broccoli. I don't know why I'm getting into cooking right now, but I always wanna try to blanch my broccoli because I love that nice crispy broccoli, but somehow I was able to, I mean, my mom has like these magical pots and pans. So, so it was very easy to keep it nice and crispy and not too soft, I hate soft. And soggy vegetables Um, but it was really delicious Um, and of course I always make the drinks so I did I did a little uh, Thanksgiving punch it was like pear and ginger and lemon something really simple and easy to make Um, and I was able to do it non-alcoholic and alcoholic for those who wanted so it was it was really good. I'm gonna have to make that again. I might have to make that for the pod one day. Just you know, you know why not? I know I like to make my cocktails. As a matter of fact, I made me a little something. This is actually the drink I was supposed to make uh, for Thanksgiving. I'm glad I didn't it because it takes. It was easy to make, but it takes a little bit more time. This is. Um, it's a blood orange coconut margarita. Really delicious. Y'all know I love love a cocktail with coconut. I'm really enjoying this. I have, as you can see, I've been sipping on this for a while. And actually, I shouldn't even be using this glass. I need to, hold on. I think I'm gonna use, I think I'm gonna use something else. Wait, let's see, let's, let's just pour that in there I think we need to to use something more pod appropriate right so let me just grab my mug here my little hardly minding my business mug I'm so proud of these (laughs) I've got my hardly minding my business mugs it makes the drink taste even better if you want one of these mugs, hit me up let me know they are for sale so I'm just gonna sit that right there um but yeah all in all thanksgiving was was good I really can't I really can't complain um I had a really good day it was super chill. I have never been able to take a nap on Thanksgiving day I did that. <laughs> Um, I am kind of a nap queen queen though, so I guess it's not rare for me to take a nap um It's just not usually something I feel like I ever have time. I didn't feel rushed cooking or anything like that, so that was nice um and yeah, it kicks off the holiday season. I have not uh continued my holiday shopping um I don't. <laughs> I don't know, I don't even, normally by now I've at least made a list of things that I want to get for people. And then my family does Secret Santa every year. And this year, uh, someone suggested that we do all Black-owned gifts. (sighs) I would love (laughs) to do that, it's just that, you know, uh, to do a little digging sometimes especially when you're looking for something specific for someone so i think it'll make it interesting though i think we will end probably end up with gifts that we would never uh imagine so i'm excited for that um although i can't say that i'm ready for christmas um i just feel like it crept up really fast on us but I, you know, I embrace the holiday season and everything it brings—the togetherness, the joy, the laughter, the fun. Uh, there's a lot of holiday things I want to do, <laughs> so I'm definitely going to try to do that. One of them is going to the holiday markets. That's like my jam in the in the winter time. I love doing that, so um, I'm sure I'll definitely check that out. Um, I'm trying to think of what else um, with Thanksgiving. I don't think there was really anything else. Um, I've been on vacation for the past week, so I've just been, you know, doing what I do, protecting my peace. I do have an update about me running the 5k. So, okay, I want to preface this by saying I was doing it virtually. Um, (laughs) so I haven't done it yet. I have to do it by the end of the week. But I haven't done it yet. Because guys, I hurt my ankle. I hurt my ankle. I hurt my ankle the night before I was supposed to do the run. I was walking. It was not late. But it was dark. And you know, it gets dark at like 5 o'clock. 4.30. um, Around this time of year. And I don't know what happened. there was this. Like break in the sidewalk, and i guess I didn't step right, and I landed on my my ankle, so I didn't get to run yet, but I am going to it's feeling a lot better today than it did a couple days ago, so I'm very, very happy about that I can't I, can't, I was like. Of all the times for this to happen, it, of course it would happen the night before I'm supposed to do this run. So I'm glad that I was supposed to do it virtually anyway um, because that's going to make it a lot easier for me to just kind of get it done this weekend um, so that my stats will still count. But yeah, I probably shouldn't even be drinking this cocktail right now. It just tastes so good in the Harley in My Business mug. Anyway, (laughs) so what do we have to get to? Petty or nah for this week? Y'all got to stop calling everything low vibrational when you don't want to do something or when you don't, you're not interested in something. Why should you just say I don't want to do that? Because everything is not... Low vibrational is what you make it. Vib- the vibrations, excuse me, are what you make it. Sure, there are going to be situations that are negative and not what you want to put, put yourself around. Cool, then don't do it. Then don't do it. I'm not encouraging you to do anything you don't want to do. But what I'm confused about is everything. Like Everything on the internet these days is, oh, that's too low vibrational for me. Alright, well, I'ma just, I'ma just, here's, here's, here's a perspective. Maybe the vibes are what you make it. Maybe the vibes are the way you curate them, right? So maybe if you bring the positive vibes to whatever space you're going into, whatever thing you're doing, you won't have to worry about whether it is low vibrational or high vibrational or whatever. Y'all be picking up these buzzwords that come actually come from somewhere, but y'all be picking up these buzzwords and then it's like you take it and you run with it. And for sometimes, a lot of times, for no good reason, Alls I'm is, <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Curate your own vibes. Curate your own positive energy. Curate your own positive spaces. And then you won't have to worry about whether this thing is low vibrational or high vibrational or whatever. And honestly, the mood is the mood, right? Like there are some spaces where you're probably going to walk into that it's not going to be okay. I feel like work is one of those places, right? Like it's not always going to feel good to go to work. Maybe for some people it does, but I feel like generally speaking, like a large majority of people like have good days and have bad days. Some people have only bad days, but I think the majority of us probably have some good, some bad, um, some positive experiences, some negative ones. But y'all just got to stop like wording the fuck out of everything. This is really more about the the buzzword of it all than anything else like is it really low vibrational I saw a video I know they were trying to be funny but it was super corny where someone there they were like uh, at a restaurant or something and the woman was you know talking about the plate and how she doesn't understand why they brought the, that plate to her looking like that with the food looking like that and you know it's a low but low vibrational plate and I was just like what the fuck does that mean a low vibrational plate, explain to me what that means, somebody please tell me, but (laughs) what does that mean and then she eats the food anyway and I was like this joke is super whack, I don't know what this, like this joke is really, really terribly whack, um, that's really all I have to say about that, I just think it's, I think it's dumb, you know. I think it's dumb and I think it is, please make it go away because I don't, I don't care for it. I do not care for it. Um, Anyway, let's move on. What else do we have to talk about today? I don't want to talk about Trey songs, but we got to talk about Trey songs. I don't know. Anyway, Trey Songs. <sighs> Trey Songs, uh, last week, this week, last week, uh, he was back in the news because he's being accused of punching a woman in a New York City bowling alley. Um, he denies doing it. Now I have talked about Trey Songs for a while here and I have said before that there's a lot there's a lot to be said um, about Trey Songs. if you could just look it up and find all the stories and all of the accusations against Trey Songs. and I can't help but think that okay what are we doing here? I don't I think that there's a lot going on there and I just don't I don't understand what are we doing what are we doing he just a rape case that was against him that I think we've probably talked about before um, just got dismissed because the statute of limitations expired on it. That does not mean that he was found guilty or not guilty. That doesn't mean that the thing he's being accused of doesn't didn't happen or doesn't matter. It just means that the law is what it is and this is how it works, right? They weren't able to um, go to trial or anything like that in time. They couldn't prosecute him. So that's where it ends, right? But I think that more than enough people have come out and talked about the fact that Trey um has uh, sexually assaulted them or abused them in some way, women specifically, that you know calls to question what the fuck is really going on here, right? I, I don't know what to say anymore about it because I just feel like every time we turn around something is coming out about him I'm curious to see down the line what that's going to look like and if anybody's really going to take it seriously because I don't know that anyone is at this point um but it's just so like it's just weird like really really I just I don't know and then I think the thing that frustrated me the most is that the other day I was sitting in the in the salon next to someone who was talking to the hairstylist and you know, they were having a conversation, chatting it up about a lot of different things. Pop culture things came up, of course, as it does in casual conversation. And she brings up Trey songs, And then she says, you know, I just don't understand because he's so attractive, too. Um, he's, he's so fine. Like, why? Like, he doesn't need to do that. I want to be really clear about something. I want to be abundantly clear about the fact that your level of attractiveness does isn't an excuse me level of attractiveness is not an indicator of whether you are an abuser or not just you <laughs> sure abusers can fit certain criteria may have certain patterns that they follow but it's not necessarily the way they look um it is just mind-blowing to me and incredibly upsetting to me that people still say this women still say this oh he's so attractive he doesn't need to do this who needs to do this is there someone who needs to do it are we like is it that it's if he was unattractive, what? You would say, oh, I get it. I don't, what what the fuck does that mean? Your level of attractiveness and your status in the world and your level of popularity doesn't determine whether you, you're an abuser or not. It doesn't determine whether you're a rapist or not. I don't understand that. Like, what, what fucking world are we living in that that's still like, why is that even a statement like for what so what he's attractive that doesn't mean he's incapable of abusing that doesn't mean he's incapable of rape it just doesn't that's where people get it fucked up and that's where people get it confused and that's why people like cosby like r kelly like we could make a long ass list harvey weinstein who we'll get to in a second um That's why people still have this confusion about what is right and what is wrong. And that's why it takes so long to get people on board when someone is doing something to multiple people that is dangerous and harmful, physically dangerous and harmful to other people to women specifically and it takes forever a lot of times for people to even believe that this thing happened but when you're thinking of it from the perspective of oh well he's attractive because think about it if you use that logic then every attractive person you see you'd be like nah he would never That's not, that, that's not a litmus test for for whether you're nasty or not. That sh- it just isn't. That shit made me so... Uh, that shit made me so mad. It made me so mad. I just started typing really, really fast. I was just like, let me take some notes on this because I'm so frustrated with that, with that mentality and with that thought process. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I just... It, it frustrates me so much, but <laughs> Trey songs again. I'm going to say, and I said this months ago, but Trey songs, you know, might just need to get the fuck out of here because how how many how many people need to accuse him? How how many people need to say and give details about what has happened to them or what they have experienced with him? I don't. I really don't understand but you know y'all didn't listen to Kiki Palmer I say it all the time I know I've said it before but y'all didn't listen to Kiki Palmer when Kiki Palmer was trying to tell y'all hey something ain't right here something in the water doesn't taste right like I'm just I'm over it I'm tired I'm tired of having to talk about these men who you know had these reputations um I'm tired. Let's move on to someone who's a little bit easier to talk about. Can we talk about Jonathan Majors, Majors for a minute? Jonathan Majors is 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 really dope. <laughs> he's been doing a lot lately. He's he's had a lot of um, success in the acting world, and he is popping up on the scene everywhere these days um he's a part of Marvel um he is going to be in Creed 3 with uh Michael B Jordan that comes out I believe March 3rd um I thought it was really cool that uh, a video was posted I think Hollywood Melanin posted um a video of Michael B. Jordan showing up to Jonathan Major's latest premiere, which was for Devotion. Um, You know, I had the opportunity to see Devotion and I ended up seeing a different movie a few days ago. We're gonna talk about the movies I did see. Um, I definitely still wanna see that. I'm kind of mad at myself for not going to see that instead Uh, because the movie I did see was terrible but (laughs) but uh I just wanted to give him a little shout out because he's been doing big things. He just did an interview on Jennifer Hudson's show. It was really cute uh, but he was talking about all these different things that he does and how he stays motivated and um you know that he talked about how excited he is just for what he's doing and the fact that it's going well and it's he's been successful in the acting world and He's done a whole bunch of things. I'm sure you've seen some of the projects that he's done. I know he was on Lovecraft Country when it was on. It only ran for one season, which is still a mystery to people because it did so well. um, And HBO canceled it anyway. Um, Like I said, his latest movie is Devotion. I believe he's in two movies right now, like two active movies in the theaters. But I can't remember the title of the other movie. I would just say look him up. And you'll find a lot about him um, and what he has going on right now. I'm really excited for Creed 3. Um, In March, he seems to be a big part of Creed 3. Um, I posted a while back when him and Michael B. Jordan were, um, you know, flexing their muscles. (laughs) They were on set of Creed Um, and they were, you know, they are making it do what it do, but, (laughs) you know, speaking of that, just real quick, some of y'all hit me up about my Winston Duke video. (laughs) I had, I had a lot of technical difficulties with the last episode and getting it up there. So I kind of just tried to post clips where I could. And the clip that the main clip that I posted was that Winston Duke clip. And y'all had a lot to say. And I think that's, <laughs> I appreciate the feedback. You know, some said it was too long. I went on for too long. I really like laid it on thick, which I did. Cause you know, Winston Duke is thick. Um, and then, <laughs> um, you know, I also had a couple people tell me that, you know, they shared my enthusiasm for his talent. So, you know, listen. What what I can do here, um, what I feel like doing good work is is being able to um you know appreciate black men and their talents. Okay, so I'm not gonna act like they're not without faults. Obviously, we just had a whole conversation about Trey Songs. But you know, when there are nice things to say, when there are good things to say about some some of these black men out here, you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta say. I mean, I said he was talented. I didn't just swoon over his looks, but you know, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) I won't get into that again, but yeah. um, I'm really excited to see where his career goes from here. Um, I'm really excited to see him again as Marvel progresses um, and the new phase starts because I know he'll be back. Um, And you know, I like to point out all the black characters in Marvel, so... Um, he is definitely one of one of them. I, you know, with my watching that I did in the past month, I learned that. Um, but yeah, so super dope. Uh, I feel like he's he's one of the actors to watch right now. Um, and speaking of watching, we gotta get to what I'm watching. I finished Love Is Blind. It, the ending was weird. Um, <laughs> I feel like the ending is still happening, actually. There's a lot of shit going on with SK and Raven right now. We'll talk about that. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with, um, or the, a lot of backlash, I should say. Not a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of backlash with this Cole and Zeneb situation. I said last week or the week before, I said that she is deeply insecure, Um, is very clear that that is a major, a major factor. And I think that's going to be a major factor in any relationship she's in. I think she desperately needs therapy. I totally sympathize with um, her situation and having lost her parents so young. I just think that, I, I don't know if that is playing into this in some way, but I think that she needs to get a grip, if you will. Um, she complained specifically about this tangerine incident that they had, um, which Netflix promptly said, you know what, after the reunion, we're just gonna show the tangerine clip so that we could be clear about what happened here. And to me, it did not look like uh, Cole did anything wrong. Um, he simply was trying to say, hey, I don't want you to spoil your appetite because we're about to go have a big dinner. Um, we're going out for dinner. I think she took that to mean he was trying to say that she's she's fat or she needs to lose weight or he doesn't want her to gain weight. And I don't have any context to what has happened off camera because she has also alluded to the fact that there have been certain things said and done off camera, but I don't really know what any of that is. <laughs> So I don't have anything to go off of. I don't think any of us have anything to go off of. Some people said she was lying on him. And truly, I don't believe that she was lying. I think that this girl actually believes the things that she says. I think she thinks that he was being disparaging, that he was being rotten. And I just don't think that's really what it was. I think her perception of what happened is skewed um so yeah I just and he apologized he did he was not uh he didn't you know try to shy away from the fact that maybe he said things that he shouldn't have said I'm gonna tell y'all one thing if 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 me you are in an argument and you ask me if I'm bipolar fuck you fuck you There's not, there's a time and a place. (laughs) Because someone said to me, I think he really believes she's bipolar. And I think he kind of tried to say that on, during the reunion. But what I said to that person was, all right, you think I'm bipolar, right? But don't wait till we get into an argument to call me bipolar or chastise me about you thinking that I'm bipolar that's not the way you handle that situation it just isn't so it was poorly handled but I also feel like she kind of poorly handled it because it sounds like she just went to the other girls and gave them information about things that they had not seen um and they decided to you know side with her and that was kind of the opinion of him that they had and I think Kind of unfortunate, especially if what she's saying is not really how things happened. But I don't know. I also um, have been watching The Crown. I started watching The Crown on Thanksgiving. Um, The Crown is kind of underwhelming this season. I thought it was going to be a lot more interesting. Um, They dive into Princess Diana and Prince Charles's marriage more um, after the kids were born. So I thought that would be a lot more interesting. There were some interesting parts. I feel like the first couple of episodes were great but then I feel like somewhere around episode three they started losing me a little bit. Um, So I'm on episode five now I think and I don't know i'm not it's not doing for me what previous seasons have done uh i'm gonna finish it because that's just how i am but i don't really i'm not really loving it i'm not loving it the way that um i thought i would so disappointed about that um what i am enjoying though oh you know what let's before i get to that Let's talk about what else I was disappointed about. Since we're here, since we're talking about disappointing content. I saw two movies last week, in the past week. I saw She Said, which I told you guys I was waiting for it to come out. That is the movie that is about the two New York Times writers that uh, broke uh, the story of a lot of Harvey Weinstein's sexual abuse. Um, and ultimately led to his downfall um, and his removal from Miramax, his, uh, his ending up in prison. Um, it was truly just an account of like what like their interview process and their Information gathering process. They tried to kind of infuse things about their lives in there, which weren't interesting to me at all. Um, but it was really, to me, it was pretty underwhelming. I didn't, wasn't looking for it to be salacious or exploitative in any way. I just kind of wanted it to, I kind of wanted the story to be told. In a more interesting way. It is a movie after all so um I just felt like it was really slow and it never, the pace never really picked up um but it was interesting to hear the stories about uh different women that were affected um assaulted uh, and yeah but it's also really difficult to try to tell a story about something like this because again you don't want it to be salacious and exploitative. You want it to be more of an information type of uh, piece. Um, I think that the way, I don't know which studio did, Bombshell? I think that one was more interesting I'd say, just the way that the story was told. Um, and maybe it was because they were in like this really fast-paced news, newsroom, but I can't even say that because this was the New York Times newsroom. So I just, I don't know, I just felt like it was really underwhelming, but fine. Um, that wasn't even the worst thing I saw. The worst thing I saw was the menu with Liam Neeson and Margot Robbie and a bunch of other people, John Leguizamo. Um, oh my gosh, Judith Light was in it. Um, the dude from... What show was that that I used to watch? Was that The Practice? There was this white guy on The Practice. He was He's in the movie. There's a bunch of people in the movie. It's supposed to be like an ensemble cast. And it was a really weird movie. Really fucking weird. The movie just came out. It hasn't even been out for two weeks yet. So I don't really want to give away what happened in the movie. It was a thriller. And I don't, I like thrillers, but I don't necessarily like horror or gore and blood and things like that. There wasn't a whole lot of that either, but underwhelmed by it. I thought that it was going to freak me out. I even said I was like oh my gosh like I'm going to this movie at eight o'clock at night. I'm probably going to have nightmares about this movie and then I was just like but this is weird. This is odd. I don't even know what to make of it. Like it was the train was on the tracks for a while and then it took a turn and I was like hmm what made them make that decision? That is a very strange movie. Very, very strange movie. Would not recommend. <laughs> One out of ten. I would not recommend. And I normally don't give ratings. I normally don't do that. And I normally don't tell people not to go see things that I did not like. But I just feel like it was a waste of money. I feel like that's the type of thing that you wait for to come out on streaming. I will say this. Actors are really good at, even when a film is not good, they're great actors are great at being great, right? Margot Robbie, same thing. She ended up having a pretty significant part in the movie. And same thing with her. But again, like, I didn't like the middle. I didn't like the ending. I just, it was weird. It was really weird. And I hope to never do that again. Um And then the last thing, the last thing is The Vow. I started watching The Vow. I told you guys that I was going to start that that was one of the documentaries that I was really interested in watching and I know I know what to expect because I had seen season one. Season two they kind of get to the shit because now every all the chips have fallen well at least for some people for the top people um the top five women that were involved with Keith Ranieri who was the head of the the founder of Nexium, they kind of get to the shits a little bit you know you see them going to court some of them are testifying a lot of them turned on him um (laughs) as as one does because who wants to go now y'all know those white women don't want to go to jail they were doing some wild shit and they kind of get deeper into some of the wild shit that they were involved in which is really interesting I would don't go to the movies and see the menu go to HBO max and watch the bow like even if you have to pay for HBO max which currently there's a free weekend but by the time you see this you prop the free weekend will probably be over and I know a lot of people don't have cable but um skip the menu watch The Vow, like do the free trial or pay for HBO Max if you have it, borrow somebody's password or whatever it is. The Vow is really interesting from season one to season two, definitely start from the beginning. Ooh, and White Lotus, speaking of HBO Max, White Lotus came back and I started watching it. It's good this season two. It's good this season also, it is season two. Um, I'm curious about how it's gonna go We know that someone else has died on a different resort than the one that um, was on last season, but I don't know how that's going to end. So that'll be really interesting. Uh, We'll see how that goes. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's interesting. I I like the fact that they kind of distract us from the fact that we're waiting for a murder to happen, but I'm still trying to decide how I feel about this season versus last season. Um, Only two people are back from season one. And honestly, one person you don't, you you didn't, nor do you see much of them now. Um, but yeah, I will definitely continue watching that because love it, why not? But yeah, that's all I have for y'all this week. Um, I will talk to you next week. As always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to listen to your podcast so you always know when an episode has dropped. Um, If you want a mug, let me know. I think that's it. Um, I am hardly minding my business on TikTok and Instagram. I'll be back next week. Thanks, bye.